Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. <laughs> I asked her a question a couple nights ago. She said yes. And I asked him one back. Yeah, she's he like, said yes. <laughs> I asked her to marry me. She said, well, do you want to be stuck with me for the rest of your life? And I pondered, and I pondered, and I pondered a little bit more. And I came up with the only real true answer, which is, yes, of course, honey, forever. <laughs> but I put an exclamation point on that. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello, and welcome again to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. Episode 43, The Week of Love. <laughs> I say that. The Week of Love. Yes. Yeah. And oh. Singles Awareness Day. And, well, but The Week good. of Love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> happy Friday. Thank goodness this week is where it is right now. Happy Friday. Shelly, it's wine time. It is. Woohoo. So we have lots and lots and lots of things to talk about. Um, And you always say we're going to talk about our week over a glass of wine. Well. It's like more like two or three. Should we go ahead and just touch on our little reception wine right now, which is a rosé? Rosé of? Um, It's Guardian. Rosé it's a, of what? Oh, it's actually got, um, it's interesting. It's got three red grapes. Three? Yeah. It's got uh, 45% Sinsol. Is that how you pronounce that? Close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How do you pronounce it correctly? I would say Sinsol. Okay. Yeah, it's really close then. 45% Grenache. Is that you or me? Nice. And a 10% Syrah. And this is hmm. Guardian. Uh, From where? Yeah, good question. Don't know. Why does it have a cork that has a different name? It shouldn't. Oh, Amacercius or something like that. Uh, it is on on the bottle. I will read that real Amacercius. quick. Amacercius. Okay. Yeah, it uh, came in our Gary V Wine Club. We've got the We're, February one. He's on the recommending swipe. a rosé in January. That's interesting. He, you know, there's a trend okay. with rosé right now. Rosé all that day, all day, every day, and and Winter, when you summer, spring, and fall. Seriously. If you have a good rosé, it's fantastic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a 2019 Alma Circeus Guardian Rosé Grand Reserve. It's a $25 rosé from France. Uh, oodles of spectacular red summer fruits entangled with ripe melons, rose petals, and hints of exotic spice. Beautifully rich and smooth with a creamy texture and hints of white pepper on the long, polished finish. 
So anyway, yeah, this is our reception wine, our wine to get our taste buds ready to go because we've had our taste buds completely trashed with beer today. Oh, you have. In our new uh, winter glasses. We're calling them our winter glasses. Try to get Shelly some winter glasses uh, for her birthday and it just never was working. So she found some on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> and we got them and, and they're great. They've got a little holly and we we're drinking out of harmony and, and peace, peace which tonight. we're all about right we are all about peace can we just give peace a chance <laughs> world gonna, peace i'm going to coin a, a song about that anyway so today lots going on um we are talking about three different events in in the wine world all wrapped around valentine's day which is sunday and I, I say the week of love because in our house, this has been a week of love, a long time in the making. Do you want to touch on that at all? You're giving me that assignment. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we are going to be married soon. I'm going to give you a lot of assignments. Uh-oh. Go ahead. <laughs> I asked her a question a couple nights ago. She said yes. And I asked him one back. Yeah, she's he like. He said yes. <laughs> she, I asked her to marry me. She said, well, do you want to be stuck with me for the rest of your life? And I pondered and I pondered and I pondered a little bit more. And I came up with the only real true answer, which is yes, of course, honey, forever. <laughs> so there you have it. We will be uh, getting married soon. We are engaged. I think Shelly is pretty uh, happy with the ring. At least that's what she says. So that's good. That's it's gorgeous. And it's sparkly. She likes Very the sparkly. sparkly. Very <laughs> simple, too. What is it? Ooh, that's a fun name to say. Francisco. Well, it's anyway. Okay. <laughs> we move on. Okay. So the, the days of note, and we're going to get moving quickly because we do have a lot to talk about. Um, Wine Lover's Day is Sunday which is also Valentine's Day. It makes sense. And then International Syrah Day is on the 16th, which is Tuesday. And then National Drink Wine Day is on Thursday, the 18th. So we're coupling... A whole lot of drinking There's going a on. whole lot of drinking going on. Um, and we have got a Syrah and a Cabernet Sauvignon tonight. And some chocolate. To go with the Cabernet. Oh, actually, we could, we could do the chocolate with Syrah, too. Sure. Okay, so um, our friend sure. Trevor from the Culinary Stone actually said he's not a big fan with a Cabernet Sauvignon with chocolate because he said the chocolate. I think Rick Baca said that same. Thing. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So we are dropping names right and left. We got Trevor and Rick Bacchus in the same sentence. Um, Trevor said the wine should always be sweeter than the chocolate. And you know what? I put an exclamation point on that. Um, we have found Cabernet Sauvignon to pair really well with chocolate. I don't want any port with chocolate. I mean, I wouldn't say no, but I'd rather have the chocolate be the sweeter part. So that's what actually Trevor said is a uh, port would be perfect. Now, I don't know if I share. Sh- this is pouring. I'm pouring it over wow, that is the computer. Like unfiltered. 
Um, I I said to Shelly, or I differ from Shelly. Um, I'm okay with pour it with, cho- with chocolate. Uh, we are pouring a Gordon 2014 Gordon Estates Syrah from Columbia Valley. Uh, we we got at Pilgrim's Market, twenty two bucks. That is super cloudy, and it actually smells like poop. What? <laughs> Have you been out in the farm again? I was at a farm today. That's true. That's a great segue. We are really at a good Lone Mountain. Do you get the poop? No. <laughs> Who's poop? Well, I don't know whose poop it is. <laughs> I know you're going to say edit, edit, edit. <laughs> anyway, health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, poop, romance, peace on earth, and your giggles. <laughs> and your kisses. Head after that poop, though. <laughs> is is Izzy dancing behind us? She wants to come in the door. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, let's edit, let's edit. sip, and then we'll let it see out. What's well, better than it smells? It really smells like poop to you. I wonder if the beer had an effect. Yeah, I don't think the beer actually affected my smell, did it? Good. Um, we went to our Rotary Club. Went to Lone Mountain Farms, and they have this. A really a very unique brewing system up there. Uh, Shelly is not a big beer drinker, but uh, she tried, I think, every one. And each time she said, yeah, it's beer. tastes like beer. <laughs> um, so uh, do we want to try a little chocolate with this Syrah just mm-hmm. for kicks? Yes. Which one would you like? Well, we have. So we have some chocolate that we got at the Culinary Zone made from Patricia. Chef Patricia made these handmade. Using her French technique and also some ruby chocolate, which gets its color from the cacao bean and not red food coloring, which is kind of cool. It's very pretty. And then we have some Theo chocolate, Mm. organic, salted almond, dark chocolate, 70% cacao, and also Alter Echo sea salt with no nuts, um, organic, also 70 cent, 70% cacao. We really like the sea salt chocolate, right? We like the cacao, I, the dark chocolate. Yeah, so let's uh, take a, a little healthy. bite of this, the Theo. Because Valentine's Day coaxes chocolate out of everyone. So if you really want to taste chocolate, you're supposed to just let it melt in your mouth. Not in your hand. That's a little throwback to M&M's. Huh. <laughs> you didn't even have the air to get that second uh out. <laughs> a la John Travolta from Greece. <laughs> um, or Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I can't believe. Shelly Webb just pulled up a Beavis and Butthead. Uh, joke. Good chocolate. I'm not sure it pairs well with the Syrah myself. Have you tried it? Mm-mm. We have to be a little stingy with all this stuff because we're going to be on Clubhouse again today talking about wine and chocolate. 
4 p.m. Pacific, please come in if you're on Clubhouse. Wine Time Fridays on Clubhouse. Um, I don't know if I have it in me to try another. Well, you know, I want to try this Alter Ego. Eco. Just a little piece. Sea salt. We had dinner last night at Wolf Lodge. We did. It's kind of a famous place around here. It's probably the best steakhouse reputation-wise around here, yeah? Mm, definitely. Steak was good. We had a filet mignon. We also had <clears throat> ribeye, uh, rib which, yeah, that's our go-to. Uh, the steaks were fantastic. They were really great. It's a very rustic place. Very rustic. You can write all over the <laughs> bathroom walls. walls. <laughs> it's wood, not plasterboard. It's cedar, yeah. Yeah, cedar. It's it's a place you should go at least once. At least once. At least once. Yeah. We do enjoy having steak at home, though. That that is something that we make no apologies for, right? True. We, I mean, we really like steak at home. We do. Um. Anyway, so tonight with these two wines, uh, they both boast corks again. Thank goodness. And they're both from Washington. They are both from Washington. Uh, one that's is from true. from Walla Walla and one is from the Columbia Valley. Yeah, so right now we're having the Syrah from the Columbia Valley. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about this. It's a 100% Syrah, 18 months in French and American oak. 13.6 alcohol. Uh, they produced. That is really low alcohol for watching. And we appreciate that. Uh, we uh, They produced 1,644 cases and they bottled this 2014 in April of 2016. So it was, it was a, a bit in, well, 18 months. Yeah. So the, these are the winemaker's notes. The 2014 Estate Syrah was harvested October 13 and 14, probably of 14, yeah. Uh, after fermentation, it was aged in French and American oak barrels for 18 months, then filtered and bottled in April of 2016. This fruit-forward and smooth Syrah smells a lot like poop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just opined a little bit. Sorry. This fruit-forward and smooth Syrah opens with aromas of ripe blackberries, cherries, mocha, cassis, and buttered pastry with a hint of <laughs> no minerality. <laughs> I don't think the, the winemaker is going to be all on. No, They're it's probably okay not because gonna... Gary V always talks about sheep butt, butt and cat piss. So. Oh, yeah, does he really use the word piss? Yes, he did. I wouldn't That's say dis- that. You just did. That was disgusting. You should say cat urine. <laughs> right. Um, so, by the way, the nose is softening up a bit, so less poop on the nose for me. This earthy wine has velvety ta- tannins on the palate. With velvety? Fl- velvety tannins on the palate with flavors of sage, baked berries, and red raspberry preserves. That brings up something that we haven't talked about for days. We have a pumpkin pie that needs to be finished. Yeah, it's not been here since Thanksgiving, so don't let anyone think that. No, no, no. We had this um, Super Bowl Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And it's waiting to be finished. We need to do that. It's a good breakfast pie. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) 
<laughs> Have you been eating that for breakfast? I love pumpkin pie for Have breakfast. Have you been eating it for breakfast? No. This could change the whole marriage thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not really. Oh, yeah. I have to be careful with my jokes. Mm. Okay, so that's pretty good. Uh, we should take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Amavi. There are some incredible songs that we all know, but are amazed that nobody else does. Check out the greatest song you never heard podcast, and we will uncover the greatest song you've never heard. Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson are lifelong music lovers with a taste for a very wide variety of musical styles, genres, and artists. After sifting through their musical archives, they promise to bring you on a very unlikely rhythmic and melodic journey that will hit all the right notes. These might be songs that ended up as deep cuts or obscure songs from bands and artists that most of the world knows. Or they could be from bands or artists that have been found along the way that only struck the chord of a few. Either way, there are some unbelievable songs that beg to be heard. Songs that will have you wondering, why haven't I ever heard this song? Visit thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com or listen to wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays, episode 43. Hey, before we get into this next wine, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon that's going to go really well with chocolates, um, (laughs) any 43 jerseys ring a bell with you? Which ones might they be? Richard Petty. You're a big NASCAR fan. You want to have a NASCAR or a racing story you want to share with us here? (laughs) Let's do it. You mean when I got kicked off? Yes, let's do that while I'm opening this nice Cabernet Sauvignon. You want me to mention my former husband? You you can just (laughs) touch on that. I mean, he was a race car driver. He was not well-known at all, but... (laughs) He was sort of well-known. He also wrote a book, so you want to go racing. <laughs> anyway, so we were on a circle track. He was racing the car. I wasn't all that into it. I brought my beach chair. My cos- <laughs> I wasn't all that into it. <laughs> my Cosmo <laughs> the magazine. the statement of the world. <laughs> my Cosmo magazine and some nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> all key ingredients to watching a race car. A yes. uh, race, yeah. And I had a soda beside me. So. And where were you? In the in the middle, they call that the infield. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In the pits, it's the pit. Well, the pits are not in the infield. The infield is the infield. The pits are outside the track, like on the not, outside of the. Cir- and it's not. I don't think so. And you have to have the pits in the middle. Edit all that out. Yeah, I don't know. That's Anyways, at no possible. That's not true. I don't know. <laughs> At any rate, I was busy polishing my nails and sipping my soda. And all of a sudden, As one will do at a race. <laughs> abruptly, someone grabbed me and threw me out of the way. of. Um, apparently, one of the cars was coming through the fence towards me. And they're like, all right, the blonde girl's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that blonde girl is Shelley Webb. And she has not been allowed onto a race track 
since. Nope. In the audience now. Which may have been her ploy to never having <laughs> go again. <laughs> how about Troy you know Pol- how much tires cost? Oh yeah, they're unbelievable. You have to replace them at least once a race. Okay, we're done with that. Uh, number 43, <laughs> Troy Palomalu. Palomalu. Uh, we like all those Palomalu people. I believe you played a USC too, didn't he? I think so. Unbelievable. Number 43, Dennis Eckersley. Oakland A's. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the great closers. Dennis Eckersley really was um, blazing a path of closers in the Major League Baseball uh, deal. Uh, this Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a 2017 from Amavi. By the way, we have tasted an Amavi in uh, episode 7, 007 which dropped June 4th of 2020. And we that was a single wine show. Ah. Yeah, we don't do many of those. Now we just have a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen her face. Why did I get that picture? Uh, let's go ahead and, and, and toast this, because this has not got a, a, a butt smell to your giggles. <laughs> Your kisses. Thank Peace you. Peace on earth. Mm. Very nice. It is very nice. Amavi. I, I used to call it Amavi. That's Amavi. It's really good. Very good. Uh, just real quick to note. Have the, you been there? I don't think so. I do not think so. Um, I was going to say the um, Gordon Estate Syrah. Uh, we got a pil- Pilgrim's Market for 22 bucks. That's pretty good for 2014. Uh, this Amavi 2017 got from the Culinary Stone for $30. So there's your, your, your pricing out. Um, you want to try it with this chocolate? Yes, let's try it with one of Patricia's chocolates. Yes. What? This ruby chocolate. So does this come in as a, a kiss or is this a... Uh, it's a rose, rose petal. Okay, gotcha. Oh my God, this is going to be so good. We're not going to be ready for dinner. Oh, true. Mm. I know you can't hear me nodding, but. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Patricia, you freaking nailed this one. <laughs> mm. Delicious, really good. Mm. That is really good. We need to tell her just how good <laughs> this is. This is fantastic. And the wine really, really pairs well with it. Speaking of the raspberry, there's raspberry in there. Mm-hmm. This is really good. So the 2017 Cabernet Sauvignon from Amavi smells like it says lilac wild blueberry, not the tame blueberry, the wild blueberry, black plum, sweet tobacco. Sweet tobacco. Yeah. That would be like wet, probably wet tobacco and stuff. That's a little bit more sweet, maybe. I wouldn't know. Tastes like black cherry, blackberry, dark chocolate, mocha, fresh herb. Honey, do you have more chocolate from Patricia? <laughs> 
No. You do, don't you? Yes, I do. May would you I? like another? Yes, please. There's a milk chocolate heart. I, if I was milk. a seal, I'd go. Uh, Mouthfeel for the cab stove. Velvety and complex with smooth, lush, and approachable tannins. I'm really not getting a lot of tannins, but a lot of legs on this thing. By the way, legs really mean nothing in a wine. It's just sugar. Mm. Means something. Doesn't it's not an indicator of quality though. Mm. So back in the day I asked DC from the Met Metropolitan Grill in Seattle, who mm, I have a good relationship with. DC is no longer with us. Really? Mm mm. But I asked him DC. When you're eating food and drinking wine, do you take a bite and then a sip? Or do you take a sip and then a bite? Do you know what he said? Yes. That's exactly what he said. Yes. And that's exactly what you would expect a a, a, a person who is into wine to say, right? Mm-hmm. But generally when I eat, I take a bite and then a sip. That's why I go through wine so much quicker at dinner than I do any other time. Because I'm always taking a bite with a, a sip of the bite. This is really good. What do you have for us that you're looking at on your phone? I was trying to look up the filling of that particular chocolate. I know it has something to do with lime. But I don't have my list in front of me about what is in each of the chocolates. But Pretty each shape has a different filling. So this is a hundred percent estate, sustainably farmed. The specifics on this wine: eighty-two percent Cabernet Sauvignon, ten percent Cabernet Franc, six percent Merlot, one percent Malbec, and one percent Petit Verdot. Sounds like a Bordeaux blend to me. Um, yeah. So a hundred percent Walla Walla Valley, ninety-four percent French oak, six percent American oak, seventy-one percent neutral, and twenty-nine percent new. It's <clears throat> All of these combinations are very mind-boggling to me. 14.5% alcohol, and they produced 6,097 cases as opposed to the 1644 cases on the Gordon. So that's pretty interesting. They they produced like five times more. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So before we wrap up... <clears throat> And I didn't even try this with any of these other chocolates because Patricia's was so freaking good. Uh, real quick, we have some wines that we tasted this week that I didn't mention last week, but I'm going to men- mention this week. We have the Davis Bynum River Bend Pinot Noir. It was fantastic. Got that at the dinner party to go with salmon. The Simi Chardonnay. Again, fantastic. Uh, Photobomb Cabernet Sauvignon, Eisenhower Cellars. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good. Wasn't as good as the 17. This is the 18. The 17 was freaking awesome. The 18 was pretty good, too. The D. Martino Vigo. Carrying I think it's v- Vigno. It's not Vigo. I put that down wrong. Vigno. V-I-G-N-O. Carignan. Yep. V I G N O. V I G N O. Yeah. Vino was his name. Oh. 
that was also Gary V from January. Anyway, that was really good too. And we had the Duckhorn Merlot 2017 mm. with a delicious steak at Wolf Lodge. Pretty good, yeah? Very good. And then we had the Gardot non-vintage champagne, which I've got right here in front of us. That was from uh, December 2020, the Gary V. Wine Club. $50 SRP. Um, we had that as a toast when we got back home. And by we, I mean Shelly had a glass and I had four, three and a half. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Uh-oh. It was a tough night last night. But it was really good. <laughs> I can't let expensive champagne just rot. And by the way. Unbubble itself. You know, it's really cold outside. It's really cold. But is there any snow? No. Just a dusting. And it's really cold outside. It's going to be in the single digits tonight. Like three. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> single. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, we have some things to talk about coming up, like open that bottle night, February 27th. We still don't know what we're opening. We still don't know if we'll be here. Yeah, it's looking like we'll probably be in North Idaho and not Yucca Valley, but we're holding out hope. We'll see. Uh, again, pick that wine that you hold on to and save. And For a special occasion. And make it the special With the occasion. air quotes. With the air quotes. Yeah, make it the special occasion. Make the wine the special occasion. I'm still trying to twist Shelly's arm and may, and see if we can get people here for that night. We have a couple of friends that we'd like to bring over. A couple of friends are really looking forward to it because one of those people were pregnant last year and is really looking now forward. She can drink. And now she can drink. Yeah. Um, Clubhouse today, Wine Time Fridays, 4 p.m. Pacific. Go and and come and drink with us. Enjoy in Clubhouse. You can learn a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's I already like a did... live podcast. So yeah, and it, when when you're done, it's gone. There's no, no yeah, there's no nothing. Uh, did we do everything? Reception. I'm a V. Dates of note. Engagement. Um, I love you. I can say that. <laughs> I love you too. She, she says that and rolls her eyes. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> just remember, seriously, and this is true, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes so much less overwhelming. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. And on Twitter, we are Vintage Tweets. On Facebook, we're Wine Time Fridays. On Instagram, <sighs> Wine Time Fridays. I will get better at it have an awesome weekend of love see you next week do that again there we go do that again bow 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 thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. Romance.